How's it going today, guys? Once again, back here in the studio, another episode of Hot Takes with TP3. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't get Kobe on this episode, and my uh, producer's still out of town. But today is uh, Wednesday, June 6, 2018, obviously. And it's just me coming to y'all today. This is going to be another short podcast. I want to do the lightning round first today. And let's start off first. The Cardinals last night got back uh, Yadier Molina and Martinez. Two of their best hitters. They're uh, second and third best hitters for average so far this season. And obviously, we all know how good of a catcher Molina is. And Martinez, great first baseman too but they unfortunately lost yesterday but it's definitely a shot in the arm for this team to get him back they currently sit three and a half games out of first place so I mean they're right there in striking distance in the NL Central but also another big thing happened last night with Madison Bumgarner coming back um he didn't exactly have his best start for uh, San Francisco last night. He pitched six innings, gave up eight hits, two earned runs, had three strikeouts. I mean, not exactly what you want to see to him. He took the loss as well yesterday. But, I mean, it was his first start off the disabled list when he only threw uh, two starts down in AAA or AA or wherever he was. He only threw 82 pitches last night. He gave up three extra base hits, but I mean, he did a good job of pitching around him, even though he gave him up. He threw a lot of strikes. He threw over 50 strikes out of those 82 pitches, so I mean, that's a good sign right there if you're San Francisco, but I expect him to get more pitching time here in this game against the Marlins. He'll probably throw a lot more pitches, and last but not least, I don't know if y'all stayed up late to watch the game last night, but the Braves hung a 14 spot on the Padres. It was kind of nice to bounce back after getting knocked around the night before with Tehran. Tehran went to the DL, too, so I hope everything's not too bad there with him, but Let's move now from the MLB to the big deal. It's Game 3, NBA Finals tonight. I mean, what's going to happen, guys? I'm going to be honest here. I think this is going to be probably the best game of the series ex- aside from Game 1. I mean, obviously, Game 1 will be one of those classic games forever with the J.R. Smith blunder and with LeBron's freak out on the bench. Before I get into Game 3, I just want to say this. Everyone is freaking out over this LeBron thing, saying he's a bad teammate, saying he lost his team the game because of his reaction and they knew they couldn't win anymore. But, I mean, let's be honest, guys. Nobody on the Cavs team thought they could win that game in Golden State. Golden State's never... Never lost a game one at home in the Steve Kerr era. Not even most of the games they've played at home actually in the Steve Kerr era, they've won by over ten points. Only three games in the Steve Kerr era have they won by less than ten points. He even ended up winning that one by ten in in overtime, obviously. But I mean, everybody thought the Cavs didn't have a chance. So for them to even play like that and be in that situation was amazing. LeBron did everything to get his team there. He absolutely took the game over. He slowed it down and did everything that he needed to to take that game over. And that's why they were there. I mean, he's he can react like that. LeBron is the reason they are there. I would have done the same thing too if I found out we had a timeout. Yeah, y'all bash him for being able to say every little thing he ha- he does in a game and then forgets a timeout. I mean, that's understandable though. LeBron should have known they had a timeout, but still, I don't have a problem with his reaction. I would have been furious at JR. I probably would have murdered JR over there on the bench. So, I mean, LeBron did a good job at least of not doing that, but I mean, I can't, you can blame him. If you're on a team like that and you're, and you're one of your role players does that and blows a game where you've had 50 points and account for 70 points worth of your team, how would you react? I would love to see anybody else react if they say, oh, it's all right, JR. Nobody's going to react like that. That's just ridiculous. Everyone's always been too hard on LeBron and they're too hard on him once again. They hold him to a higher standard than every other player and it's not fair, quite frankly. Everyone wants to compare him and Jordan and how LeBron acts and, oh, LeBron acts like this and that. These players are from two completely different eras. Sports media is not the way it was then as it is now. Shows like First Take and stuff like this, even like podcasts like this, were never a thing back then. Stuff like this was never a thing where people like me could give their opinion, but now it's completely different, and LeBron has to live under the scrutiny of everyone, but he does the best job of anyone at blocking it all out. You know he's not on social media seeing any of this. He could honestly care less, because at the end of the day, he's got that billion-dollar Nike contract, and he knows how good he is and what he can and can't do so I just think it's absolutely ridiculous the way people are blowing this out of proportion with LeBron I mean LeBron 
has done everything this team needs and more. But going based off that, I think the Cavs have to mimic their game plan in Game 1, like I said on last podcast. I feel like they have to play kind of like the Rockets did, the way the Rockets slowed the game down and played isolation basketball. The Rockets were not trying to run or anything with with Golden State. The Rockets were trying to get turnovers, and off those steals they would run. But unless they got a turnover and they could get a fast break, it was always just slow the game down, slow the game down. And that's what I think the Cavs have to do. They have to slow it down and play a half-court pace game. And obviously, they're going to have to make shots. The role players will have to step up. But the good news for Cleveland is they're at home today, and the role players will step up. I give the Cavs the highest chance of winning any game in this series of this game. I personally think if they don't win this game, they'll get absolutely blown out next game, and it'll all be over. Because then at that point, it's 3-0, and all they're really playing for is pride. But I'm still picking Golden State to win this game tonight. I just feel like they have too many weapons. Iguodala sources are saying that he will play tonight. It's not 100% yet, but I mean, if Iguodala plays tonight, guys, that gives him an extra body to throw at LeBron, and we all know that their best lineup is with Iguodala out there. The Hamptons 5 has dominated this league. The Hamptons 5 played well all playoffs. I mean, I'm not going to lie, the Rockets only beat the Hamptons 5 one time. I mean, the Rockets almost won that series, but they did only beat the Hamptons 5 one time. Now, I don't think you can hold Iguodala being out as, the, as Golden State being that much worse. I mean, you got four other All-Stars. There's no excuses when you have four of their all-stars, but they gave up a lot when they got Kevin Durant. They gave up Bogut and Harrison Barnes, and they lost a lot of depth because of that. So having all five of those players means a lot to this team, especially Andre Iguodala, a guy who can play good defense. Now, we've all seen LeBron's stats. LeBron still scores on him, but like I've always said, there's players like LeBron, like Curry, like Harden, like Durant, that you can only slow down. You can't stop them, and that's just how LeBron is. But tonight, they're going to have to slow him down, and they're going to have to make him pass the ball and make the role players beat them because you know if the Cavs are smart tonight, they're not going to go pat low. Or if LeBron's smart night, he's not going to go past LeBron mode. He's going to go score the ball LeBron mode and get buckets. So I think this will be a fun game. Both teams are going to come out firing as hot as they can. Uh, my pick tonight is uh, Golden State minus four. I think Golden State will cover that spread. I think they'll win by six or seven points. I feel like this game will come down to the wire, but in the end, Cleveland's going to have to foul and stuff, and that's when the spread will get covered at that point in the game. Um, I also think that Clay Thompson will have over 19 points. I picked him to win MVP of this series, and I think tonight's kind of when that he makes the uh, move towards getting MVP of this series. I feel like he's going to play really well. I think Draymond will have a triple-double tonight, so if that's on your book, take a bet on that of Draymond Green having a triple-double. I also think Kevin Durant will have over 30 points tonight. Um, I'm not sure which LeBron's going to come out tonight, so I'm not going to say pick an over-under on LeBron points or assists. We really don't know which LeBron's going to come out, so I think that's kind of worthless tonight. I would take Steph Curry under 27 points. I mean, Steph Curry's numbers compared to him on the road in the playoffs and him at home in the playoffs are insane, but also Cleveland doesn't really have anyone to match up on him, so that is kind of a risky pick, but I think that KD and and, uh, Clay overs and points tonight are locks. Steph, I would pick the under, but I mean, that's up to y'all. I probably will take the under, but I mean, it's up to y'all on that one. Do whatever you think's best with that, but Overall, I think this will be the best game of the series tonight, excluding Game 1. I think this is could be one of the last games. I'm still sticking with Golden State in four, and I don't think Cleveland's going to win pull this game out at all. But, I mean, we'll see what happens tonight, guys. I definitely think that Corver and all of them will step up, but we'll see what happens once again. This concludes today's podcast. Tune in again either tomorrow or Friday. I'm going to attempt to get Kobe on here to talk with me, so we might extend it out to Friday. But regardless, I'll have some content and some stuff out for y'all, but I'll see y'all then.